Hey Mags, this is Marion, and you're listening to Mags Moments, a podcast about all things related to entrepreneurship, business, millennials, and pop culture. It's April 7th, and this is episode number 7. Hey guys, happy new week. I hope you guys enjoyed your weekend as well as your uh, weeks last week. Um, It was a pretty good week on my end. Again, as usual, I had a lot of work to do. Recently just signed a new Meg's client, so we've been putting in a lot of work in terms of helping them with their social media, helping them figure out uh, the ins and outs of their business, so that's been quite exciting. Um, And on last week's podcast, I actually talked about how I was thinking of um, launching a new initiative based on my experience um, in sports, so that's coming together really well, and hopefully by next week I'll be able to launch that initiative, so hopefully you guys can all support. Um, And when it does come out, I'll be sure to plug it on the podcast. But uh, let's get to today's episode. Um, I made sure to bring two of my pretty, I don't know if they're cool, but like they're my all right friends on the podcast. I've known them for a very, very, very long time. They're probably two of the most intelligent people I know, uh, two of the most argumentative people I know, but they are great people nonetless. (laughs) Shanice and Benson, welcome to Meg's Moments. Hey, how you doing? You can clap for yourselves. Clap. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wait, wait, hold on. I just wanted to say, I know you said pretty. Okay, I'll take that. I'm not pretty, but wait, I'm cool. Okay, God, look at that. <laughs> and he's a comedian, too. You know what? Actually, Benson might be like top three funniest in our whole crew. Really? I'll give that to him. Well, if, out of our whole crew. Yeah, if you okay, had to rank yeah, everybody. If you sense. had to rank the top three funniest in the squad, who would it okay, be? Okay, then who the hell is number one? Because, yeah. like, honestly, Me? I'm going oh, for that I spot. I can't your question All right, Because this is your show. I'll accept it. Thank you. Who's number two? I'd have to give it to Benson, actually. Yeah. Number three. Yeah, you guys are just lying now. No, uh, like, yeah, Carl. Carl. Echo's somewhere punching the air right now, but it's okay. <laughs> Echo, if you ever listen to this podcast, please know that we love you. All right, anyways, let's get into it. Uh, no so, comment, Benson and Shanice, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Okay, so, like, how are we doing this? Like, oh, my name is Benson. Yep. I like long walks on the beach and yep. that kind of thing. <laughs> I mean, I don't right. know if you're... So, anyways, okay, my name is Benson Taki. Um, Dropping the gubby. I'm Marion's friend. Yay. Um, and uh, yeah, so we knew each other since high school. And I guess, yeah, I'm just here to support her show. And I don't even know what to say Good about stuff. myself. Like, I know so we're going to talk about other things. <laughs> but like, I... So basically, uh, Benson, again, we've known each other since high school. But Benson works in the, I guess, technically, is that health? The yeah. health industry? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so the both of them actually work in the health industry. They're They're pretty much into, like, healthy lives and people living their best lives and all of that good stuff. Um, so yeah, Ben uh, has a degree in physiotherapy. Is your first degree in kinesiology? Yeah, so my undergrad's in, in kinesiology. My, I have a uh, bachelor's of arts, specialized honors. Okay. Oh, add that I in have two kinesiology honors? Yeah. Look at that. Right add that in there. It's important. Okay. Extra credits. Um, <laughs> and, then, uh, and then after, yeah, I did my two-year master's at Queen's University in physical therapy. Awesome. Hardworking guy. And Shanice, what about yourself? I'm Shanice Christie. I've been friends with Marion for, oh gosh, 10 years now. Jeez. And we met in grade 10 history class. Um, yeah, that was an interesting time. Uh-huh. And now I'm working for a mental health and addictions hospital as a research coordinator. I did my bachelor's of health studies at McMaster, and I did my master's of public health specializing in global health and women's health at the University of Toronto. Okay, well, thank you. (laughs) 
welcome to Shanice's uh, LinkedIn profile. Here it all is. That's awesome. So yeah, like I said, my friends are pretty smart people. Queens and McMaster, those are pretty good schools. And U of T. Yeah. I mean, no shade to York, but if you could, he could if, what is it? If you could eat I with got the it fork. Done at York. If you could eat with a fork, you can go to York. Okay, that's okay. Don't worry, no stress. It's all good. You got your degree, that's all that matters. I mean, I, I got in and I got out. That's, that's, that's all, all that matters, mean. right? Um, so yeah, like they said, we, we met in high school. Benson, do you remember how we first met? I don't actually know. I don't even. Oh, probably religion class. Yes, we took religion, a religion class. class together, and then was, after from basketball and stuff like that. Yeah. Like then, then we started connecting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then Shanice, we met I in history class. We met in history class, but we also used to take the bus together, which I and totally forgot until what she do brought you up. Think of me and Carl. I mean, I, yeah, I thought Shanice and Carl were boyfriend and girlfriend. <laughs> they used to come on the bus. Did you guys get on at the same stop? No, separate stops. But he always used to save his spot. It, they were so him. like corny, like just sit. <laughs> In the back of the, like, literally behind me on the bus all the time. And I used to be like, yo, are these two dating? Like, this is really weird. And this is when, like, I didn't really, I guess I would, like, see you guys, but I didn't really talk to you guys. Yeah. I don't even know who my friends were initially. That was the Who the heck was I hanging out with? That's weird. Loser. But, yeah. <laughs> I was new to the school, in my defense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so we all eventually became friends. We've all been friends since then, since grade 10. Um, and it's really funny because anytime I ever tell people like, so normally at Christmas, we always do like a Christmas, like get together. Mm -hmm. And anytime I tell people I'm hanging out with my high school friends, they're like, what the heck? Like, how are you guys even still friends? Like, that's weird. It doesn't make any sense. It's not crazy, but yeah, yeah, I think we've done, we've all done a pretty good job of at least being connected to like one or two people in the crew, which ultimately creates like this, like really big, like long lasting friendship. So Mm -hmm. shout out to you guys. Appreciate your friendship. Benson. What's yeah. up? No, no. Are I'm you just, just reflecting on right friendship? Now. No, yeah. it's actually very true. Like a lot of people that I meet, like I bump into in the community yeah. that went to our high school, they're all like, "Yeah, so you still talking to Echo? Are you still talking to Kevin yeah. and stuff?" And I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of you like, know? Yeah, isn't that like a no brainer? But yeah. yeah, a lot of them are just like, there are people who I'm like, "Oh yeah, this person would have been so and so's bridesmaid," and then weddings are coming up, and it's like, "Yeah, she was not invited to my wedding." And you're like, yeah. "Okay, well, yeah. dang, I guess that's life sometimes, but yeah. it is what it is." Anyways, let's uh, let's hop into our topic for the day. So today we're going to talk about uh, the realities of careers. So since we've known each other since high school, can you guys say that what you wanted to be in high school is who you've become now from a career standpoint? Give us give us a little bit of a background. Like, what did you want to do in high school? And how does that like does that correlate with what you're doing now? It doesn't even come close. Shanice can go first because I went yeah. first the first time. Fair All enough. right, so simple answer, no. I remember grade 10, was it careers, career course, I did this poster you had to do for your potential career, and I chose neurosurgeon. Then okay, uh, Meredith, oh no, <laughs> Meredith, Meredith isn't a neurosurgeon. Oh, her husband. Her husband, Shout yeah. out to Dr. Shepard. And uh, went to university and realized that there was all these requirements and then all this time commitment of like an extra 10 years of school after Mm -hmm. undergraduate. Mm -hmm. And and just realized that going through my courses that I was more interested in doing a public health aspect of everything, focusing on global health initiatives. And that brought me to applying um, in my last year, actually, um, to my master's of public health at U of T. And now my ultimate uh, goal is becoming a consultant or an epidemiologist um, at an international organization. 
somewhat there right now. I'm doing partially that those things, but in a different setting, in a mental health and addictions hospital setting here in Toronto. Um, so yeah, wow. I guess that's my path right now. I mean, you still manage to stay along the same line in terms of like being in yes. in health. Yeah. So that's that's awesome. Can you please explain to us what an epidemiologist is? It's, I mean, I know what it is, but some of our listeners might be, like, a little, like... It's basically the study of the spread of a disease in a population. So, analyzing it, collecting the data, seeing where the outbreak started, mm-hmm. and then basically tracking it down so it doesn't get spread any further. So, population. are you assessing, um, like, when people don't vaccinate their kids and then they uh, get yes. the rest of us sick? Yes. That's Shanice, in, like, 2.5 seconds, I'm not plugging anything. I don't have kids, but why are vaccines important? Important. It basically protects you from foreign viruses that we don't need in our lives and you don't need it in your child's life. So please, yeah. not saying anything, Again. but just taking that with you and run with that. There we go from a health professional, ladies and gentlemen. Benson, what did you yeah. think you were going to be in high school? And how does like how, how does that yeah, even Marion's laughing right now because uh, just like every, every, I guess, black kid, <laughs> I'm half, but... <laughs> um, I guess I I took that gene for wanting to have that dream, right? <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, obviously I you know I wanted to play basketball and stuff like that. But like my you know I don't think I was in the right school for that kind like of situation. My... Yeah, definitely not. We yeah. went to uh, just for some context. We went to like a very soccer focused suburban high school. We yeah. lived in like the suburbs like yeah. m- like real suburbs and if you were going to play basketball anywhere um you had to go to this one high school called Vaughn Secondary yeah, yeah and you guys stayed at our high school so that tells you we definitely didn't even have the program it wasn't <laughs> even like the no. talent we just didn't oh have the gosh. coaching and your coach was yeah it was okay just, say less he's a good yeah. guy though oh yeah really very like I, c- yeah. I can tell he had a heart like a passion for this team in particular because he ended up moving with you guys like from junior to senior yeah right? yeah 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 no. shout out he to held him it down. we don't have to say no names but yeah so you got to a certain point at, at what age or like what grade were you like oh man nba is not gonna happen um yeah probably my once i entered my like senior year grade 12 grade, no grade 11 okay like you know what i'm saying oh so, yeah, 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 yeah so grade 11 grade 12 is like when i realized that like yeah it's not gonna happen because like at that point you know you gotta yeah you know you gotta make gotta some serious scared. moves uh, you know what i'm saying um and then, yeah, you know, reality kicks in, and then you're just like, okay, what the heck am I going to do with my life? And then I actually initially, so this was from my Filipino roots, but I wanted to, I think I was going into the direction of, like, nursing and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that was everybody cause like, in that year. But I feel like the only reason why I went that direction wasn't, it was not necessarily passion-driven, but mm-hmm. it was mainly um, just security. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like. The whole the whole idea was there's no male nurses that kind of thing so you know they're really they're really wanted in like that in that health profession so that's why I wanted to go for and then I actually so going back now so I applied for nursing um, but going back when I was in grade ten and when I did the careers class like Shanice was talking about I actually got physiotherapy as my as my thing that came up no way yeah yeah it's crazy that's some like random shit like be a chef like what <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Physio? Yeah, oh, wow. I don't know, man. Whoever whoever created that algorithm for that program has it. I don't has wow. it. I think I strongly believe in that guy. I, I mean, at this you point, know? I would too. Like, I mean, he's he's pretty damn close. Neurosurgeon, epidemiologist, we're wow. in the same. Wow. <laughs> I mean, you know, it didn't work out for me. I work in sports, so there there that is. Yeah. But anyways, uh-huh. um, but so that came up for me. But you know, I didn't really know much about it. I knew about you have to get a master's and that kind of thing. But you know, when you're high school, you don't you have no idea of what no. the amount of work it takes to get there and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So. 
Anyways, fast forward now. I'm in grade 12. I apply for pretty much all the nursing programs uh, in, on, in, uh, in Ontario. Yeah, in Ontario. And I actually didn't get into any of them because my grades were too low. Yeah, so so it got, yeah, it got it was like actually really competitive. And then uh, what happened? Yeah, then I got into the kin program at York, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll just ride it out because I know you can do like a, you can do a thing where you can take like a, you know, do a year and then apply afterwards. Right. But it's harder to do it that way. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, okay, you know what? I gotta stay productive. You know, you don't want to go back do a victory lap yeah, that kind no. of thing. Plus Guinean parents, you know, it's game hell over. No. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? You know. <laughs> You know, Better graduate yeah, on time. Yeah, so um, so then, yeah, I went to York, you know, met some good friends, ended up staying in the program. I didn't do well my first two, three years, to be honest. I was actually a really, really bad That's student. Who does well in university at all? No, but no, I was a really bad student. No, like, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be completely honest on this podcast. In my first year of university, I failed computer science. Damn. There it is. Yo, people are not honest. That's crazy. I didn't, go to, honest with I, I didn't go to ComSci at all. And I managed to squeeze a B well, somehow. Just, they, no, I, I didn't know I, what my professor looked like. I showed up to the exam. <laughs> and, you and I looked around. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't know who my professor See, pre- but we had taken ComTech in high school. And you actually did the work. So I feel like there was a part of you that knew that stuff. No, but no. Nah, when you go to university, it's different. We it's had to so learn binary code Yo, 00010. Zero, I'm like, what? I was literally... I was like, I'm, what am I going to do? You know what was the craziest part? I was getting an 80 in the course. It was an online course. They made all of the students in this program take it. They set you up to fail, though, because you're learning online. It's not even like there's somebody, like, verbally teaching you, right? You're reading a bunch of modules, whatever, whatever. If you've ever done any type of, like, back-end coding, unless you're watching somebody teach you how to code or, mm-hmm. like, literally that's what it has to be. You're going to fail. Yeah. So they're like, okay, like, um, everybody just basically take this online course and then when you're done you have to take your exam but the scam is if you <laughs> if you don't get if you fail the exam sorry you fail the course wow. yeah and the exam was worth like 60 percent. so yeah. i go in there i'm like okay, whatever we you. can finesse this like i'll be fine failed it hey i was like what am i gonna do yeah, my man. life is over like i'm dead but right. I mean, I ended up graduating and I have a master's. So like, mm, university. I don't know, it's weird. Don't stress yourself. But yeah, like my first two, two, three years of university, I did terrible. Like, I uh, actually got three Ds. That's so okay. I call it the 3D effect. At that point, it came at me and I'm like, damn, I need to do something about <laughs> it, you know? Get it together. Yeah, so um, from there, actually, so what I did was I started volunteering. Um, I have a cousin who's one of my biggest role models. He's a massage therapist that was working at a neurological clinic with neuro-based patients, obviously. And then uh, I shadowed him for a bit and some of the physios there. And I think that's what sparked my drive because I seen what they did, like, you know, the good things they did for people um, and the results they got. And then from there, that's when I noticed my grades started to go up because I started going to class. I started applying whatever I was learning in the classroom into the real world. Yeah, exactly. And then that's how I just started, you know, clicking. Like I started getting straight A's and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then luckily in physio programs, they only look at your last two years. And then (laughs) I managed to squeeze it, man. So that's awesome. And so would you guys say, so the both of you guys uh, did master's programs. Do you think your master's programs kind of push you to love the field you were working in more? Because I've heard people like I, there are people that I did my master's with who we literally had to do this program for two years. OK, and it was an academic based program. You're writing a thesis at the end of it. And they were like, at the end of this, they didn't mm. even enjoy sport anymore. Like, did you guys find that your master's helped or hurt your interest in the particular area? Sure. So for my master's, I chose the course-based work, and I knew that I wanted to do that just because of that reason that if I did research-based, I probably wouldn't enjoy um, the topics I'm learning as much. 
um, by the end of like uh, year four of undergrad, I was over research doing a thesis. So after the coursework and everything, it actually I enjoyed my topics even more. I got to meet great professors, and I got to um, specialize in certain aspects of public health that I wouldn't so much do in undergrad, and I got the opportunity to do so. So I learned to love it even more. Yeah. Nice. Um. So physio is a pretty wide field, right? Mm -hmm. There's so many different divisions of physiotherapy. Um, And the thing is, is with our program, I think the difficulty is because it's structured in two years, it's really hard to fit everything in, right? So um, what kind of sucks, you don't get to experience everything, you know, at the same time too is, um, yeah, it's just so much in one one Mm -hmm. small period. So, um, but do I think it sparked more interest? Of course, right? Um, in the classroom, it, it can get dry and dull because you have to learn the foundational principles of physiotherapy, you know, all the rules and regulations. That stuff could get boring, but it does prepare you for your placements. But hands down, because physiotherapy, uh, the physiotherapy programs are professional programs, so they're kind of like med school. You have your clinical components. Right. So we're obviously in the classroom and on field. And then on field, that's when I had, like, my best experiences, right? Um, yeah, yeah, that's where you practical. learn the most. Okay. Exactly. The practical exactly. aspect. Yeah. I, I did a... I did an internship as well, and that was probably, like, one of the more enjoyable aspects. Mm-hmm. But I guess, like, I can also see how, like, having to do the in-course portion, like, kind of mm-hmm. creates more of, like, a critical yeah. thinking perspective. Yeah, foundation like, and theory. Yeah. That you yeah. Use in your everyday like, you're subconsciously, like, a better decision maker or something. Yeah. It's kind of weird. By no means is it, like, real world, but I guess they're just trying to capture the elements mm-hmm. of what it takes to be, you know, whatever health professional, right. whatever professional you are right. in your field. Yeah. yeah. But, um... Yeah, no, no, for sure. It definitely sparked an interest. Like, I had clinical p- components that are bad, but I'm not going to say, you know, they're a waste of time. Mm-hmm. They definitely, you find, yeah, you find out that, okay, that's something I don't want to do. Right. Right? And then when you have the good ones, you find out, all right, this is something that I do enjoy and I can see myself doing this. Right. So. And so, Benson, you initially had mentioned um, the possibility of going into nursing for the sake of security in terms of career. And I know this is something that Shanice and I used to talk about a lot. Like, there were, I remember, like, for some odd reason, when we were, like, in grade, we might have been in first year university, like, we just kept meeting boys who just wanted to be, like, rappers or, like, not as serious about life or something, and I kept being, like, I don't know, no shade to the rappers, <laughs> but I just kept being, like, I don't know if I could be with somebody like that based on, like, job security, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And a part of me would also be, like, I don't know if I could be with somebody that's an entrepreneur, quote-unquote, based on job security. The idea that, like, you get into a field where there's already set foundations and structures and jobs available um, were very comforting, right? Mm -hmm. And so I often find that a lot of people don't want to go into entrepreneurship for that same fear. They'd rather just stick to a particular career field because of job security, because of financial security. Have you guys ever considered entrepreneurship or is that type of fear in terms of like lack of security or like assurance, has that ever been a deterrent for you? Yeah, I'll go first. Okay, so that's a really big question, a really good question. So uh, me being in physiotherapy, of course, there's that opportunity of, you know, pursuing, you know, um, you know, pursuing like, you know, having your own clinic, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, know, it could be endless things, even like marketing, like some kind of new uh, tool used for, you know, therapy or something like that, right? Right. but for sure, like, you know, I do have and I do aspire to, uh, you know, own my own clinics mm-hmm. at some point. Um, 
but I don't know. To be an entrepreneur, I feel like it takes a lot of guts. Like you have to be comfortable with being 100%. uncomfortable. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like yeah, not having good. security at all. Like exactly what you're saying. Not having security at all. At all. And I think the big thing it comes down to is actually like what are you actually afraid of, right? Mm-hmm. And once you can tackle that fear of you know actually just being fearless, you know, then I think you'll be well on your way. Look you at know Pastor what I'm Benson just preaching a word today. Yes, I agree. The only thing you should be afraid of is God. No, I'm joking. Okay. No facts. No, that's, that's completely true. And that's yeah. literally, like I was saying before, that's yeah. literally what holds everybody back. Like, But it's, it's also kind of funny because I'm seeing this weird contrast where millennials oftentimes feel like they have to be entrepreneurs because there's also like a subcon. I think it also depends on what type of personality you yeah. are, but there's a lot of people who are like, yo, F this. I can't work for anybody. My boss told me today to put away that shirt. F that. You're not like, yeah. you know? And, and like, like, I feel like everyone thinks that they have a good idea. Right. Like something new, you know? Right. That's Cause, true. Because like, you know, like uh, the dream that people sell, like for example, like Mark Zuckerberg created Facebook. Mm-hmm. Now he's a billionaire, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like the, the guy who created YouTube. Now he's a billionaire. You know, so if you cr- come up with these creative ideas with technology right. or something, you just, you know, spark something. Right. But, yeah, at the end of the day, it comes down to, you know, f- what are you afraid of? And I think it actually comes down to failure, right? Because mm-hmm. everyone, you know, no one can face failure. Like, everyone hates it, you know, and that kind of thing. But if you can kind of just, like, reframe what you think failure is mm-hmm. and kind of just see it as more of, like, a growing aspect and that kind of thing. Yeah, Marion's going crazy. Right Yo, now. he's can, killing him right now. See it more, this is insane. You can see it more of as, as a growing aspect right. and that kind of thing. Then I think you'll you'll be okay. You'll be 100%. comfortable. Right? Yo, Benson saying bounce back game needs to be strong. Like yeah. once if you do fail, like don't let that be the determining yeah. factor in you not trying something again or trying a different route. Yeah, and yeah. the thing is too is also like having your you know your foundations right, which is like your passion mm-hmm. towards what you're doing. So like if I were to create a you know start my own clinic when. No, 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 not anytime soon. <laughs> when? I'm still too Eventually, early in my career. We're speaking right? I get into existence. But when, like, right? you, you need the you need the passion to like um, to start it up, and like, even though you're not doing well or whatever, right? You, you still you still have that drive to achieve whatever goal you want. You know, mm-hmm. so you gotta do it for the right reasons. Like a lot of people, especially the whole Manelio thing you're talking about with Instagram and all that kind yeah. of stuff with social media, they see that instant gratification. Yeah. So it's like. No, it doesn't happen that way in the real life. No. And like, you yeah, just got to, exactly, you got to put in work and it can't be for those extrinsic reasons. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, 100%. oh, I want a car or I want a million dollars or whatever. No, that's not the reason why you started this business or else, you, you know, it's right. just not going to go in line with you. No. Or you'll a, never be happy. Exactly. That's a hundred percent. And there's a lot of businesses that don't actually make very much money in their first year. They lose. Yeah. So again, if you if you think you're coming into this for the sake of like financial gain right away, you're gonna be sorely disappointed. Yeah. Which is why I think people fall for pyramid schemes. But that's another uh, topic <laughs> for another day. Yeah, Shanice, no, I'm not gonna mention any yeah, because those things are just ridiculous. Say less, like just ridiculous. <laughs> Shanice, have you ever considered entrepreneurship? And uh, I think working in public health, it's kind of hard to grasp what that may be, just because living here in Ontario and in Canada, uh, the healthcare system is very. Um, tied to the government so thinking about entrepreneurship in that aspect i could see it going towards me going into consulting being my own boss Mm -hmm. in that sense and consulting in issues or solutions for uh, up-and-coming startups or um for example international organizations that have contracts out to different countries and addressing their needs so i think in that aspect look at that you just came up with an entrepreneurial venture yes there you go speaking it into existence yeah that's awesome (laughs) no for sure and i even think about like in health i think oftentimes people don't even think about the fact that you can start like a non-for-profit related initiative 
which eventually serves like as a an entrepreneurial venture, right? So yeah. keep that mm-hmm. in mind. Makes this your hope. What's the actual definition of being an entrepreneur? I think that's something that a lot of people. I like for it's, myself, it's just I think like oh, business guy. I, you know, and that's what I used to think too. It's yeah. so funny. Like that's what I used to think. Somebody was literally like, Marion, why do you think that you have the right or audacity to like consult people on things related to like marketing and social media and business like because i i didn't go to ivy business school at western honestly there are so many things that you pick up in life that like can quantify you to be responsible enough to like do these things like in all honesty an entrepreneur is literally somebody that runs their own business Mm -hmm. that provides a service or a product for somebody you're you're an entrepreneur yeah, yeah, hundred percent, and that's and obviously now we're seeing like different sides to it. But I mean, you could be a failed entrepreneur. That you're not going to be Sean Diddy Combs necessarily. Even <laughs> at the end of the day, yeah. you still pursued entrepreneurship, yeah. and I think that's like what people just need to be willing to grasp. And it's it's interesting. I was listening to this um, an interview with Gary Vee. Is that his name? Yeah, 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 yeah And he was talking. They were talking about like what is entrepreneurship, and they were speaking about how again going back to like living in this like instant gratification type of world everybody assumes that if your instagram is popping or like if you have um a particular like level of clientele then you're running a successful business but don't forget like the lady that's running the hasty market on the side the the corner of the street like she's an entrepreneur she's getting her money those people that run those mom and dad like Mm. shops like those pop shops they are entrepreneurs they're still getting their money just because they don't fit into the box of maybe what we've created it to be now right. doesn't necessarily mean that they're not entrepreneurs right um i do have another question benson are you big on like uh retail markets retail markets in terms of like the whole hype beast resale culture oh yeah okay are what people like that? do you think people like that people that re- like buy a sneaker and sell it at like seven million times higher are they entrepreneurs um I guess so because some people actually make you know a significant amount of profit and yeah. like actually create a, you know a website right. or you know whatever that may be um, for people to access their product that they you know that they're reselling. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, it's yeah. At the end of the day, I, I think they are. They have an idea and they're making money off right. it. No, right. Right. Um, and they are their own boss, like which you're you're kind of like describing. That's true. Um, but that man, that thing is just annoying. Yeah. I just hate. <laughs> I, I like. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I you know, sh- you know. Good for them that they're making right. money off this kind of stuff, but man, that that stuff pisses me off. Like, if I wanted to get a pair of Yeezys, like it's not mm. happening no more. Like, oh my god, because there's somebody, there's somebody waiting in line to buy ten million of them. Like, yeah. resale culture is ridiculous right now. Yeah, it's actually, and it's a what, bunch of like kids Alexis's age. Like, what's your opinion on, for example, like a company like Supreme that mm-hmm. have their stuff in the stores or they sell out right away um, online and then they bring it over and they sell it for an extraordinary amount of money? What is your opinions on that? Like, you could talk about Yeezys that are from here and stuff like that but if they're bringing it over for an, uh, more money is that still annoying what do you mean like for example they bring it over and like it's 90 dollars at the original price and they sell oh you're talking about like when they bring it to canada yeah yo that's just something you have to learn to deal with for anybody listening from the states or another country <laughs> being canadian is so tough because you see something super cool in america and you're like ah oh, i can't wait till that gets here and it comes to you and you're like what do you mean i'm paying 100 extra dollars plus that 13 percent in freaking <laughs> taxes like it's ridiculous target for example came here and failed because nothing can survive like yeah. it's just hard like because yeah, we thought we were going to get target prices 100 percent. but, we did not but i think that. like i think that's just something that i've learned to deal with like you, yeah. you have to understand the realities of like how the economy works and how exchange works and yeah. if you really want the item and the product you buy it yeah it hurts even though. if it's like 800 dollars for a sneaker 
Yeah. Yeah. I went to a Yorkdale store recently, and they were selling like. So this is like exclusive shoe called the Off White. You know the Off White. Oh series? yeah, Virgil. So the, yeah, yeah. He's so getting the, the Off White is he? Yeah. No uh-huh. way. Do you know Idris Elba is one too? He's, yeah, I think he's have. getting. Yeah. I don't want to say these Sorry. facts and then you look. <laughs> no. You actually find out they're not. Like I heard, like no, Andre Iguodala was like Nigerian. Is for, he not? I don't know. What the heck is Iguodala? That's like a Nigerian name. Iguodala. Thought, yeah. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, is Nigerian, right? And Tekumbo. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is. Yeah. But their last name looks like so Greek. Yeah, doesn't it? It is. Yeah. Uh, disclaimer: Benson and I are both uh, Ganyan. Shanice is Jamaican, and everything else in the world apparently. I'm Benson is also half Filipino. Yeah. My apologies. I didn't mean to discount who That's you were um, in your entirety. My, but... pin- my pinoys are going to be upset. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to upset. Them. But um, yeah, I saw these Prestos, and it was like four thousand dollars for a pair. Wow! In a store. In the store, yeah, and they obviously do like resell and stuff right. like that, right? I was like, wow, man. But it's painful. You just have to ask yourself, like, what do you what do you want to but I don't know, That's like, crazy. there's been something about me that, like, I, I love sneakers. Like, I, I I will wear a sneaker anywhere. I wear sneakers to work all the time. But there's a part of me that's like, I don't know if I can bring myself to pay over a particular yeah, amount. Yeah. You don't even want to wear the shoe. Like, you're going to walk around like I a know. penguin the whole that's time. The you know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. I, 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 I can't, can't stuff them. Yeah, Yo, like, One of our it. friends was actually like, yo, he waited for, like, one of the Jordans to drop and he bought them. And then was like, he felt a certain weight of like guilt on him, and he's trying to resell them yeah. because he's like, I can't wear these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like when you get to a certain point in your life too, and you start like making your money, my cousin always says this one. We were in, I think we were in university, and she'd be like, Okay, if I decide I'm gonna buy something, I always have to ask myself, how many shifts do I have to work to get this item? Mm-hmm. And that put perspective, like that brought perspective to me. Yeah. But my issue in life right now is like when it comes to tech, I will spend. Stupid amounts of money. Do not judge me. Like, I have an Apple Watch. And a MacBook. Welcome to the club, Benson. Oh, you too. But, like, even even buying the Apple Watch, I bought it, and I took it back to Apple. Because, like, when I was in the store, I was literally like, how do I justify all of the social media I have to do, all of the sponsorships I have to acquire at work, all of the things I have to do for Max for me to justify like this purchase. And then I eventually went back and I was like, okay, you know what? I deserve this. I've worked hard. Like, yeah, but it's, yeah. I think that's just part of becoming an adult. Like you have to ask yourself when you're spending a particular way, like justifying your dollar, yeah. you know? No, you're right. Adulting 101. <laughs> what are you guys spending your money on these days other than bills? Oh. Nothing really, to be honest. It's tough. Shanice travels. She's going to sit here and be quiet. She'll be dropping on her money. I was going to say mostly experiences, so traveling. Mm -hmm. I think that's what I value the most right now. Yeah. Um, Clothes, it'll come and go, but, like, if you, like, especially that we're young, right now we have the opportunity. My best advice now is to travel. You see so much. You learn so much. 100%. And, like, you bring all these perspectives that you never necessarily would have if you stay in your same environment with the same people mm-hmm. and you create these like friendships even outside of where you live and um stay in contact with them and so forth you just have a new perspective yeah and i agree I, yeah definitely benson you doing any traveling this year buddy yeah i'm gonna go to vancouver nice you know what i don't like about benson he like you're just like oh man like benson's just chilling yo just minding his own business working then you go on snapchat uh, <laughs> at, at yosemite and you're like what the heck like when did this guy even leave like Yo, I think Shanice Loki used to be like that. Shanice is like that like, from oh, my perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah, I just yeah. here in Ecuador yeah, or you'll wherever, see you know. She's like, oh, by the way, like I travel across the seven seas, and you're like, when did you even <laughs> leave? Like this is ridiculous. Yeah. 
but it's a part of living your best life, right? Yeah, I I, I read it. I read it. And I think the one thing that I've learned recently in travel is, like, relating back to entrepreneurship, when you travel to other countries, you see how people hustle, yo. Like, so I've been to Ghana before. Every single person, and Benson, I'm sure you can attest to this, every single person is an entrepreneur. It's actually the most ridiculous, like, empowering, encouraging thing I've ever seen in my life. Well, I feel Every, like survival for them, Yeah, right? 100%. And, yeah, their entrepreneurship is based on that, right? Yeah. It, nobody's sitting here being like, oh, how do I get, like, market value? Oh, how do I promote my business? Literally, I run a little shop on the side, and I sell um, phone credit. And you know you're, you're going to need a credit to call your boyfriend tomorrow? Yeah. Come buy it from me. Like, mm-hmm. And they don't mind if there's seven people on the same block selling the same thing. At the end of the day, it, it's not... One thing I noticed is that they're not even necessarily creative with their entrepreneurial ventures. It's just about getting this money. Yeah. Does this person own a hair business? You know what? That mean, it, it seems like a feasible business idea. Let's just copy the model and hope it works. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for but, them, they, they that's like you know, something I call like third world drive. Yo, you know fell, oh, wow, I love it. That's like, yeah, that's something different. Quotables like, today. Yeah, that third world drive, like that's oh, something man. like even my dad, he has it. I don't have it. Um, but yeah, yeah they just have, they have another daddy. kind of gear that they can just touch and like, yeah, yeah they, I don't know. I, I wish I had it, but I don't. No, it's like a sense of urgency. They understand the value. It's like they also understand the value in, in like, time or something. Like, if I don't get this done today, how are we eating? Exactly. If I don't get this done today, is the bank coming to take back my house? Like, exactly. So they're just, they're constantly on it. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, okay. One last thing before we head out because we're running out of time. But supporting your friends in the hustle. So... Um, I've noticed that as a millennial entrepreneur or like somebody who even talks to like entrepreneurs, they're constantly like, yo, Marion, one of my biggest like struggles is having friends that don't support me. And they will tell you on any given day that their internet friends support them more than their like their real life friends. Yeah. So like, what do you guys have to say to that? Man, that comes down to rappers too, though. Like going back to like, does, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Does, like not supporting does. Toronto rappers and it all that. It does. You gonna um, play your friends mixtape. Yeah, like I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um I do guess Do you guys do you guys feel like you I mean, I guess not very many of our friends are entrepreneurs, but no. like or even people that you know outside of our high school friend group. Yeah. Do you guys feel like you've done a pretty good job of supporting their hustles in terms of um, like financially or like promotionally or Well, yeah, I guess it it comes down to like loyalty, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. like No, go ahead. I have an example besides <laughs> besides Marion, obviously we're supporting her right now being in this podcast, but I have This a is friend. the first time. <laughs> I have a friend that like started her own hair business and uh, she wanted help with the promotion so we did like a whole video and everything like a music video to promote it for the commercial and so forth and just to see her excitement and to know and like how supported she felt and everything like that I think that drove me to like encourage myself to also support like future friends that do their own business or their own mm-hmm. hustle uh, yeah, so I think yeah. it's very important to give them that support because it builds their confidence. A hundred percent. Um, and builds their drive to continue doing what they're doing, their passion. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Um. No. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I don't really have any. But no, besides you, no, your friends are no entrepreneurs. Really, uh, there's probably Carl's a, a photographer. Carl. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't really got like I haven't asked. Well, Carl hooks me up though. That's a thing. See, that's a, that's the worst Yo, you thing can't too. Be letting people know your that's the worst thing too, See, right? But, people undervaluing is, your service, oh, right? Oh you man, know what I'm that's a, so, again another topic for another yeah, day. Like, so, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I wouldn't want that for myself as well. Like, mm-hmm. if I, even if I opened up my own, you know, my own thing, obviously I would want people to come to me. Don't too. worry, we'll pay full um, price. But I, uh, for example, uh, like uh, I'll give an example. Kevin's sister, 
Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she opened up her own shop and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Plug the shop. Yeah, uh, at Block East. All right. Um, Toronto Tings. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, no, I've been going to Kevin's sister to get haircuts, like, for a while. Because mm-hmm. um, I've been fucked up before. <laughs> Are we allowed to swear? Sorry. If we're not allowed to swear. I've been messed up before. Like, I'm not going to say the shop's name or whatever. I'm not going to, you know, put anyone down. But, like, so, like, I trust Kevin's sister. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, I drive all the way downtown from Vaughn to go to her. That's a mission, guys. It's a mission. It's crazy. But, um, yeah, I've been going to her. And Mm -hmm. and I uh, I know Kevin was a part of the journey of starting up, you know, their, you know, their shop and stuff like that. So I was going to stay loyal, even though that she stayed in the downtown area and stuff Mm -hmm. like that when they opened up their own place. Still went there. That's awesome. Yo, entrepreneurs really need that, like, support, yo. Like, even if it's as simple as being like, oh, man, I was on Instagram today and I seen something that my friend posted and you you give them a shout out or, like, you encourage people, like, to, you know, like, it's that little bit goes such a long way. And you know what is, (laughs) I was listening to something and the person, it was about music. Mm -hmm. Funny that Benson was talking about rappers, but the person was like, yo, listen, let me tell you something. If I go to your your page, right? And you're telling me, oh, I'm a rapper, blah, 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 listen to my music. And I end up on your friend's page and I notice that they have not promoted or plugged your content. That tells me that either A, your friends are unloyal or two, your, your stuff is shit. So I'm not going to support you. Damn. Why should I support you if your friends won't support you? I think a part of the issue too is there's a little bit of like a di- an identity thing that goes on with mm. the whole, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like obviously right now, you know, I see you as like Max, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you doing your, you do you doing your thing and that kind of thing. So, uh, like other friends that offer, let's say a product or a service, right. you know, like will they see me as a physiotherapist or will they see me as Benson first? Right. You get what right. I'm saying? So yeah. like, there's almost like a like a barrier to kind of define like what the person is, right. and then from there you don't even really take them serious. If they see me as Benson, they're not going to take me seriously. Right. That's why sometimes I hate treating friends to be honest. Because no, like when I tell them stuff, like obviously I'm gonna. I'm going to treat them for free because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's college rules and regulations and that kind of thing. But, you know, if I do treat them, you know, and I'm giving them, like, really good advice, like how to manage your mm-hmm. little back pain or make sure you do these exercises, it'll help a lot. They're just like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And, like, it's just yeah. like, man, if no, I was, yeah, if, no. had I been in a clinic setting, you know what I'm saying? Right. And, like, there's, like, people who really, like, you know, really, really take in your advice because they, they see you as a professional. Exactly. Or they'll see you as, like, like, you know, oh, that's that's that rapper that's, you know, known in Vaughn versus right. like, oh yeah, that's that, that's my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, my friend. I'm sure that's what all the people around Drake were saying. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that's that guy. Until all of a sudden you want Champagne Pap to get you free tickets. Yeah. Yo, listen, you need to support your friends because when they blow up, you can't be DMing them for tickets or free services. All right, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Yeah, that support is so key. Like it, it, it can literally make or break somebody, you yeah, know, like it does. And, Considering, like, the type of environment we live in now where, like, mental health is a really, really big thing where people are starting to identify, like, what they're actually dealing with, like, the support of friends can literally change somebody's perception of, like, again, going back to what we were talking about, failure, like, whether or not they perceive themselves to be a failure. Yeah, maybe your friend um, owns a hair business and not everybody's buying their hair, but every single time you need to buy hair, you're like, listen, sis, I'm going to order from you. There's a little sense of, like, okay, like... At least I, I know these people are here supporting me and encouraging me. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And then the, the, the big thing, too, is, like, that honesty, too. Like, if your stuff is trash, just oh tell gosh. your friend it's Keep trash. Keep it 100, please. Yeah. Yo, my friends right now, like, 
my I, I and I always talk about the importance of having people that you can be accountable to in business. Like if you decide to pursue a business career, or like even when you work a career in general, like you should have a mentor mm-hmm. or people like even my coworkers mm-hmm. that I can literally be like, hey, this is something that I want to do for a client or for my job. What do you think about it? And I'm expecting them to be 110 percent honest mm-hmm. because if not, then everybody looks bad. Like mm-hmm. yeah, that's right. not never something that you want, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Anyways, guys, thank you so much for stopping by the podcast. I really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. Did you guys have fun? I did. Yeah, this is like my first podcast ever, so. You're so professional, yeah, Benson. Good, you man. really killed it, yo. I appreciate the gems yeah. you dropped hey, today. No Shanice, thank you. We appreciate you for being here. Thank you for having me. Shanice yeah. is being so fake shy right now. Like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, she's this red right now. She's red. Wow. Anyways, guys, before before we uh, we head out, do you guys want to plug your socials? Or do you want to... Yeah, let us uh, let us know you, who you are, how we can follow you, how we can support you when you eventually do pursue damn. your entrepreneurial. I, don't, I actually don't have one right now, to be That's honest, fine. Like, which kind of sucks. But um, and actually, it's locked; it's not open. So, oh, your account's yeah, locked. Yeah, you gotta you gotta request. But That's in fine. time, you can you know, process. I have ideas and stuff like that. But in time, at B Tacky, um, that's B T A K Y I. Um, you can follow me there. Uh, in time, not yet, but don't you know, worry I'll start. About it. I'll start thinking about. Posting some, you know, physio-related stuff. And Love you. Health and fitness. Oh, we? We'll support. We'll we'll support from day one. Yeah. Shanice, don't yourself. Add, don't add me on Facebook. So don't, yeah. Don't please. <laughs> That's not happening. Oh, it's at STMC. Yeah. Never mind. Wow. It's Shanice doesn't even go on. This is Shanice doesn't even go on social media. That's why she's not even sure what her fucking handles are. At STM dot Christine. Oh Lord. Like the cookie. Was that a free like promo? Like, can they sponsor this podcast? I know she thought about that so hard <laughs> last night. She's like, what can I say? I know Mary's going to ask me the question. What can I say specifically? And then she like thought, the like the cookie. Okay. And then and then there you go. That was a good plug. Damn. That was a good plug. Again, thank you guys so much for being here. We really appreciate you guys being on the podcast. No problem. Until next time, we'll see you later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Meg's Moments. We hope you enjoyed our discussion today. If you have any questions, any comments, or any feedback, please be sure to leave them in the comment section on all of our social media pages. You can follow us at Instagram and Facebook at Meg's Consults. Feel free to hop on our website and check out our services at www.megsconsults.com. Interested in sending us an email to set up your first consultation? You can hit us up at info at megsconsults.com. Until next time, bye.